The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue. All in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Thank you for tuning into the Sports Ethos Nets podcast. This is your host, Cody Mallory, on Twitter, at RealCodyMallory. I am joined by my two co-hosts, Anthony Dittmar, on Twitter, that's AnthonyDittmar underscore, and Joe Farrow, on Twitter, that's at the Joe Farrow. Guys, it's been a while. We've been waiting for this game for so long, ever since the Harden trade. We all circled it. Actually, I shouldn't even say that. Since Joel, Joel Embiid and Kevin Durant went at it in Brooklyn. And then the Harden trade. And it finally came, and I could not be happier. How are you guys doing? Oh, my God. I'm on cloud nine after last night. That was Sorry. amazing. Like, <laughs> we've been waiting for this game, like you said, probably for over, like, two and a half months now or something like that. And the Nets go in and they beat the brakes off of the Sixers in Philly. So yeah, I'm doing pretty good. Yeah, like you said, like we, I went to the last Philly game that Cody Penn attends that I took his tickets for. Um, and they, that's the only game they lost to Philly all year. And I was thinking to myself, like, when do we play these guys again after that fight? Like that pissed me off. Like you said, the Harden trade made a whole another layer to this thing. And there was already bad blood between the Nets and the Sixers. Like, yeah, it was like a different group of guys, like 2019, but like. I still don't really have much of a taste for the 70 sectors, especially Joel Embiid's antics, like fighting people, foul baiting and all that stuff. And I just really think like that whole yesterday was just a beautiful, beautiful thing. I think it was the Nets best win of the year. Like Milwaukee definitely was like, I guess, more impressive because only had Kyrie. But this was just in terms of statement games and like revenge. You know, Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving were locked in and they've been through this. Like if we're going to keep be honest, like Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving have proven the biggest stage that they can win these kind of games. And they did. And James Harden can just prove that he can't. And what did he do? He shot three for 17. That's all I have to say for that part. <laughs> well, like, um, narrative-wise, it was... The... What's up? I said playoff Harden showed up early for this game. <laughs> True. <laughs> narrative-wise, like for a Nets fan, it couldn't have been any better. You had Kyrie Irving was locked in. Kevin Durant obviously locked in. All this hype about Ben Simmons, how he's going to get booed, extra security, extra TV crews. And you got James Harden coming out, like Anthony said, 3 of 17, like getting absolutely clamped by Kyrie Irving, which we'll go into. Like, 
I command Steve Nash because, like, we all figured Bruce Brown was getting James Harden. Nope. Kyrie did. Uh, You got Embiid and Kevin Durant that went at it. Durant was the one that ultimately got it. Um, It really shows who the Nets can be when they uh, are locked in. Plus, they got a 6'10 all-star that can guard one through five coming back soon. I think this was the first time I've seen him dressed and participating in shoot-around. I don't know if you guys have seen that, but he did yesterday in Philly. Uh, he was warming up Patty Mills. He dunked it once, got cheered by the fans uh, sarcastically. <laughs> the game started off with Ben Simmons getting booed, and it ended with the Philadelphia 76ers getting booed. Like, there was no better outcome than what happened last night for the Brooklyn Nets, and it really shows just how scary they really can be um, that if, that what if, the what could be that we've been talking about all season was really shown last night. Um, the Nets treated this more than just a typical game. You could tell the defensive intensity. They were double teaming. Even the way they were grabbing rebounds, they were smacking it against their hand harder than I've seen all season. So, like, the Nets really wanted this one, and the 76ers absolutely pooped the bed. Yeah, I couldn't agree more. That game, it was like – it was the perfect storm of everything for the Nets. Like Kyrie said after the game, if you come at Ben, you come at all of us. And it that's really what it felt like they treated this game like. And I mean, obviously, I think Kyrie, at least Kyrie and KD definitely wanted to get one over on James Harden, even though they'll never say that. But <laughs> Kyrie saying, if you come at Ben, you'll come at us was kind of like the big depiction of this game for me. Because just like these guys played with crazy intensity all night and like you said about about credit to Steve Nash I want to give credit to Kyrie Irving too because I could almost guarantee Kyrie said give me James Harden like let me guard him because Bruce Bruce Brown was rarely on um on James Harden last night he was mainly shadowing Tyrese Maxey or or Matisse Thibel even though I don't know why in the world they kept putting him on Matisse Thibel (laughs) but (laughs) but yeah, it was like Kyrie, it looked like he wanted that assignment. Kyrie was in James Harden's chest the entire game, and he clamped him up. And like, there's no other way of going about it. The narrative is that Kyrie can't play defense. He showed that he can last night. Yeah, and um, even to go a little further with that, there was this one clip that I saw I posted on Twitter. I got it. When they set a ball screen on Kyrie, probably five feet above the three-point line, and it was with an action with Seth Curry and Kyrie sticked with Harden and was like pointing Curry to stay on his man. Like that just shows you that Kyrie wanted nothing to do with anyone else. He just wanted James Harden. I mean, he was great on offense, but like Joe said, the defense was spectacular. Um, oh, he was in yeah. his chest. He was fighting through screens. I mean, the next. They were, yeah, he was stripping him. Harden was flailing his arms, thinking he got fouled when Kyrie was really just stripping the ball. <laughs> I mean, the, the Nets' entire defensive game plan, um, besides the 15 free throws, I think it was, that Joel Embiid shot in the first quarter, which was just absolutely ridiculous. But they, they were double teaming off guys onto Embiid, and they really frustrated him. I mean, he looked defeated by the third quarter, which, I mean, you're down 30. I don't blame him, but (laughs) James Harden. Shout out Andre Drummond's. They put the clamps on. It was was the Seth Curry and Andre Drummond revenge game in full force as well on top of of, uh, Kyrie and KD showing out. 
And it was that that I can't even say it enough. It was a beautiful performance from the Nets. Yeah, man. James Harden just a little. Uh, he didn't score in the second half of the basketball game. <laughs> he did not score a single point. <laughs> not one. Is that good? Is that good? Are, like, do good bro, players do that? Bro, I've been saying since what October that the man is washed, and I was crazy for thinking it. But uh, I don't know, man. Like all joking aside. He he looks slow. Like I'm sorry, he looks slow. He couldn't get by anyone, even coming off a ball screen. You got yeah. Kyrie and KD coming off a ball screen, and they're going downhill. The Nets were just going under the screens on James Harden because they knew he wasn't going anywhere, and they were gonna make them make him beat them. And he shot three of seventeen, like we've said multiple times. Like he couldn't do it. And I don't know, but it was just great because, oh, man, I, I was not a fan of James Harden all season. A lot of people are saying it's because he quit on the team. So, like, did he quit on Philly last night? I, bro, I don't know. Like, I posted yeah, – uh, His calves are hurting, bro. You didn't see? He, he was hurt. Like, that, that was why he was like, well, bro, like, injured. Yeah, no, I po- I posted a tweet of like Nikola Jokic running through a tunnel, and I said James Harden running from Philly this offseason when he realizes he has to actually play decent basketball. <laughs> he has the that oh, man, it was just, yeah I, I mean like like we were all saying it was the perfect storm for the nets and it's like it felt like that game was over when Kyrie hit that buzzer beater to end the first quarter because the nets put up 40 points in the first quarter and it was like well we forced james harden into a turnover so no surprise there but three but like it was like four seconds on the on the clock, James Johnson, I believe, outlet to Kyrie Irving. Kyrie pulls up like four feet behind the three-point line and knocks down a buzzer beater. That put us up 21, I believe, in the first. <laughs> and we, the net, they didn't look back. It was awesome. You want to hear something funny? James Johnson outscored James Harden by five points yesterday. <laughs> We still, have the best team. we still we still have the best King James in the league. Yo, James Johnson played. Dude, no one played bad yet. Like I'm trying to think. Like besides like Kessler, Edwards, maybe like garbage time, and like King <laughs> Thomas coming. Like all the guys that played big rotation minutes, like Goran Dragic, he played solid in his in his minutes. Yeah. He played. Patty Mills hit his shots. Seth Curry played unbelievable. Obviously, Katie and Kyrie, Drummond and Claxton were great on defense, and Claxton was great in the post against James Harden. He like was finishing a couple straight plays, like. Every single guy contributed. Bruce Brown played well. Like Bruce Brown and Seth on defense were like getting a lot of strips and turnovers. It was yeah. like, like the like you said, the perfect storm. Like everyone contributed, and the guys he wanted to make the biggest plays just made them. And like I was all in it. Like it was just, I couldn't believe it. I was going to this game a little nervous. I knew like we haven't been playing well lately, obviously, but like there's other reasons for that. Like guys didn't have to line up. Durant out a long stretch. Like that Sunday's game, like. I was saying Sunday's game like was a good game if you're like kind of like playing well lately, but if you're on a big skate, it hurts. But this past week was great basketball in terms of like what they can do in offense. Now if we get their best defender back, it could be scary because then Ben Simmons could be able to like take some of the pressure off Durant, off of Kyrie, match up on some of those big time guys. Because you don't need Ben Simmons to score a single point. Honestly, there's so much chasing on this team. He can score zero points per game. Just provide us with defense and facilitating. Yeah. yeah, and I think some of the biggest stats from last night between James Johnson, Andre Drummond, and Nick Claxton, 11 blocks. James Johnson with five and Drummond and Claxton with three apiece. 
and Seth Curry had five steals. Yeah, that, that's just... they, I, I don't even know what to say. They locked in. I don't think that we had seen a Nets team like this locked in, like a Nets lo- like the Nets locked in like this probably since that Bulls game. I agree. This kind of reminded me of the Bulls game, but even yeah. next notch up for intensity. Well, yeah, it's because we had personal grudges. <laughs> right. <laughs> but, like, even uh, Nick Friedel of ESPN, he's the beat reporter on the Nets for ESPN, he said before the game, he was, like, he was asked about how the Nets are feeling uh, given this big game, in quotation marks. <laughs> And he was like, they're actually really laid back. One of the guys asked if this was the NBA finals already when they saw the camera crews that shoot around. (laughs) (laughs) You saw what Blake said when the reporters are like asking Ben questions, walking to shoot around. (laughs) It was like the guy didn't talk and the whole team kept walking. And all of a sudden Ben, like by the time Ben gets to the guy, he goes, Ben, how do you feel? And then Blake goes, oh, TMZ style. (laughs) (laughs) I saw that. That was funny. Did you also see what he made a comment about, like, on Javon Carter's Instagram post? I did cool. see that as well. He said, Javon Carter's something about playing now. Like, he plays, like, a decent amount with the Bucks. And Blake Griffin goes, what's it like? <laughs> so I, 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 yeah. If I'm reading the tea leaves, I don't – I'd have to guess he's not coming back next year, if I had to guess. Yeah, that's unfortunate. But Blake, yeah, Blake, Blake is, is the only it. DNP. Well, like, oh, I think it was like kind of like DeAndre Jordan last year. Remember, like when he wasn't playing, they kind of just like didn't want to bring him in for slot minutes because like it was yeah. like, above him. I don't know if like Blake Griffin's like don't give me those minutes. Or maybe it's something like that. I don't know. I think he could d- definitely help this team, but like right now, like like if something's not broken, don't fix it. But just with all these big guys, just some of them not going to play. Like even like Aldridge out yesterday, he couldn't get on the court. Like there's a lot of guys. Like who knows between Claxton, Drummond, Aldridge, and Griffin, like. In, like there's like five guys and like two of them maybe three play in the playoffs and I guess it really comes down to matchups so like it's gonna you're gonna see like mixing and matching but I do like I don't think Blake should just be completely out of the rotation he does do some little things well like I do like for certain like certain like matchups like you said yeah I think I think basically Blake Griffin's role it's like I think they're gonna basically decide between him and James Johnson based off how mobile they need them to be right like if it's a slower guy they could play Blake uh, in that matchup. But if it's somebody that is quick and they want to still switch everything like they usually do, James Johnson's going to get those minutes. But See, I, I have I, a feeling both of them may be done once Ben is here. <laughs> I was just going to say, I agree with the logic, but I think Ben Simmons is replacing both of them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I could see that. Honestly, you probably. I would say, I was basically saying in the event that, that Ben doesn't, like, until Ben does come hey, back. Hey, Joe, no. No, no negative. <laughs> Joe, I'm, saying, I'm not saying that. I'm not saying that. <laughs> until Ben yeah, gets I'm... back. Embiid and Harden shot eight of 34 from the field yesterday. Eight of thirty-four. Like, that's like then you got best duo, that's the best duo since Shaq and Kobe, right? <laughs> so I'm gonna picture Bolt and Nerlens Noel. But <laughs> <laughs> that's literally they look like Frankie Lakina and Nerlens Noel last night. Then you got Seth Curry shooting ten of fourteen, and he he hit a he hit a three and walked down the entire 76ers bench. We gotta talk about the pass though. Yeah, that was nice. From Kyrie, just he did yeah. a one bounce down. It was like an outlet, but he bounced it one time up court. I'm like, 
it was a beautiful feat. Seth Curry just pulls up wide open, knocks it down, and just turns, looks at the entire Sixers bench. I think that put the Nets up about like 27 at that point. <laughs> did you see what Durant did after the game? He said there are more Nets fans in here than anything because he got MVP chance. Yeah. I love that. Like they say the Nets have no fans. They can't travel, blah, blah, blah. I don't know. I feel like the last two times we played against the Knicks, the Sixers, I had a lot, a lot more Nets fans chance. I know it's because they're winning and stuff, but like for a team that has a no fan base, they seem to travel kind of well now. Oh, yeah. That's what happened. That's the thing, though. Winning solves everything. Any sport that you're in, winning just gains fans. Like you saw the meteoric rise of the Warriors fan base. Like that. that's literally all you need is to win. Even the Rams. Like the Rams literally before this season – we're competing with the Chargers for, like, basically who owns L.A. Because they're both fairly new there. And, like, Rams win a Super Bowl, and now you see everybody in L.A. is a Rams fan. Like, that's that's literally what happens. You just got to win, and winning solves the fan issue. And I'm not saying it's an issue. For that kind of stuff, I believe, too. Like, younger yeah. kids don't really have a team yet. Like, it's harder to sway over, like, a 50-year-old guy. Like, they're kind of stuck yeah. in their ways. You're not switching. But, like, younger kids, like, if they see a better team on the court, like, that's what they're going to gravitate towards. And they give the league's best player. Like, I'm not even going to say arguably because Kevin Durant is the best player in the NBA. Like, that's that's when you know, like, you can win people over. And I, it was just it was insane yesterday. Like, it was overall just perfect storm, like you said. Yeah. I, I want to throw out one more, a couple more quick points. Kind of like feeding off what Anthony just said about Kevin Durant. How about Philly putting Thibel, their best defender, on Kyrie instead of Durant? What do you guys – I mean, they put Tobias Harris on Durant, and Durant just schooled him every single possession, basically. Like, if do you, you think that was – Do you think that was a save-your-moves card by Philly, or do you think they're just not going to waste Thibault on Durant because no one can stop Durant? I mean, I, he didn't really stop Kyrie either, but <laughs> – Yeah, I think that's more of, like, them just looking at matchups, thinking that the size would be more effective, but – I mean, I could be wrong, but I mean, either way, if they put Thibault on Durant, he won't stop KD anyway. The only person that we've seen like successfully, like, like really get in KD's head and make him struggle is PJ Tucker. That's the only person we've seen. So, I'm not, I'm not worried about it. <laughs> <laughs> and then, Joe, remember I said last uh, episode. Get Embiid in a pick and roll and just attack, attack, attack. That's what the Nets yeah. did with Claxton in that third quarter. I feel like it was like three possessions in a row where he got a layup because they brought up Embiid. He kind of did like a soft hedge, I guess. I'm not really sure what he was doing. It was kind of in between like a hedge and drop coverage. Pretty much it was useless. So he shouldn't even have been up there. But anyways, and they just kept feeding Claxton, who kept getting mismatched. A um, couple of times it was on to James Harden, who just finished over. But I told you, this is what Philly struggles with. They struggled when the Nets beat them in game one of the playoffs with a much lesser talented team a couple years back. Yeah. Um, and now they don't have Ben Simmons to cover that up. Yeah, no, you were actually 100% right on that one. <laughs> and and they, the Nets, they basically said, anyone beat us but Joel Embiid. As soon as he yeah. got somewhat of deep coverage, they just sent a double. And it was most effective when they sent KD at him because then there was so much length with either Drummond and the physicality and then KD or you had Claxton and KD. And Embiid, besides getting all those fouls, he honestly like didn't know what to do. And it really stalled the offense for Philly. 
you know how many texts I got last night saying that, oh, Embiid and Harden are a match made in heaven. They'll just stand together and bitch about every single call throughout the entire game. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, and it was it was actually hilarious to watch. Every single call, every single whistle was hands going up in the air. What the hell, man? Yeah, all right. Matchups this year. Was that the uh, little jawing back and forth between uh, Durant and Embiid playing oh, in yeah, the sorry. background? I was just, I was just trying to watch it and like read talk about. It. I didn't know it was on mute. <laughs> <laughs> I was enjoying the video. Gonna get a copyright strike now. Damn it! <laughs> All right. <laughs> I love how Durant just doesn't step down to anyone though. Like I, I really love just like that kind of mentality because like it's like that Jared Dudley like kind of mentality, but like actually oh, yeah. a player. <laughs> the Jared Dudley mentality, but actually a good player. <laughs> but that's what, we, you know what I mean. Like Jared Dudley talking to Ben Simmons was fun because, like, like it was it was whatever. Like he was standing up for Jared Allen, but like Kevin Durant doing it, it's just like you know you can't stop him. What are you gonna say to him? Like, so I think Draymond Green said this once on his podcast. Like, what do you say to him? He's Kevin Durant. Like, he yeah. can't say anything. Right. Yeah. But there was, like, the intensity of that game definitely needs to be talked about because, like we said, there was definitely some personal grudges in that game, even though the guys won't admit it. Like, KD and Embiid got into it earlier this year, and then they went at it again last night, and obviously the whole James Harden situation, the whole Philly team, knowing that Ben is on our side, having a grudge against us, and Seth Curry and Andre Drummond, rubbing it in the face of their old team and in Seth Curry's case in his father-in-law. Um, <laughs> but it was that like, um, crap. Uh, so like it was definitely a lot of intensity. And I said, I haven't seen a game this intense since Nets and Sixers in 2018, 19, <laughs> when Jared Dudley and Ben Simmons were going at it. 100%. And like, and, like, I was just, like, I was trying to think, and that's the only thing I could really think of. I'm, like, this game honestly had malice at the palace intensity from the opening tip. <laughs> I have a question for you guys. Yeah, what's up? Is this the Nets' statement win of the year that sets them and, like, propels them into a great run and into the, into the playoffs and hopefully, like, a good playoff run? Do you think this is the game where you look back on and be, like, this is where it turned around? No. Uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm going to be honest. I think the Charlotte game from Kyrie Irving was what the moment that did it. I think his insane and uh, efficiency. I, I really think that that game, and then especially if they get Kyrie back full time, I don't know what you guys, but I've seen some rumors on Twitter that, that today's the day. <laughs> I don't, I'm not getting my hopes up. Like anyone can just say anything, but. If it does actually happen, I think that will be the moment just because, like, the team should just be so relieved to have that no longer hanging over their head. Yeah. Um, but I tweeted out earlier today, like, the Cavs, they don't have an easy schedule during the season. The Raptors don't either. I think it's nine for the Raptors and 11 remaining strength of schedule for the Cavs, while the Nets are 28th. So... Call me crazy, but like I still wouldn't be surprised if the Nets managed to get to the sixth seed I with know. I think they have 16, 16 games left. I mean, the Cavs are in Miami tonight to play against the Heat, and the Heat are coming off a loss, so like they're gonna want to bounce back. They're still trying to fight for that one seed. Then you got the Raptors tonight are in Phoenix against the Suns. So both teams are obviously favored to lose that game. 
and that would make the Nets only four games back of the sixth seed and one game back of the seventh. So while it's not likely, I guess, I still think there's a 50-50 chance that the Nets can move up and get out of the play-in tournament. Yeah, yeah that's, that's why, Cody, what you just said is the reason why I said no also. I think the game where it really turns around for the Nets is the first game Kyrie plays in Barclays Center. That's, that might just be me, but I think that's the real full turnaround moment for Brooklyn. Yeah, I think I mean, look, there's been one on TNT yesterday, like Ernie was saying, like the way it currently is. Let's say the Nets play Toronto on the first and they don't have Kyrie. Imagine if you lose and you play at home because you're the eight seed, then you also don't have Kyrie again. This is like if the mandate's not changed. I feel like that's an insane scenario. Like that's probably like the worst possible scenario. If I had to like put my nose on it, like I still think <laughs> a team with Kevin Durant would be favorite i would assume in the playoffs but i i, I yeah, like yeah. Said, i can see like this they have a nice stretch coming up the nets they have orlando the knicks and portland that's three wins i would hope i would hope they have the mavericks in between like but like i still think that's a winnable game as well and spencer dinwiddie revenge game but portland is like real bad like they lost real, Simon's like they too. <laughs> they got to be like the worst team in the NBA. And I mean, that's saying a lot. I mean, I know they traded all their pieces away. They don't have Dane. They don't have Simons, but like they are real bad. <laughs> win Sunday against the Knicks. You have Orlando on Tuesday. That should be two wins. The Mavs can go either way, but I'd still like to think our Nets will win that game. And you got Portland. You have a little tough stretch after that. You have the Jazz, Grizzlies, and Heat. That's not easy, but you'd hope you'd have Kyrie then. You want to go to battle with him. And you finish the season. You have Charlotte, Pistons. The Bucks, but then you have the Hawks, Rockets, Knicks. And you play the Cavs, you get the head-to-head, and then the Pacers. So, like, I you have like I say, like seventy percent of those games are very winnable. Like, there's obviously some big matchups in there in between, but you have like like a lot of easy, like you would think games on paper that you could snag. Like that's I those agree, big, big for the Nets. That's why I came out like a week or two ago, a week and a half ago, saying the Nets were going to get the sixth seed and they were going to go like fourteen and six or something. Everyone called me crazy, but if you look at their schedule. It's very favorable down the stretch, unlike last season, which was brutal. It's yeah. very, very favorable for the Nets this year. We'll see. Now, they still have to go out and win the games, obviously. You don't win basketball games on paper, but I don't know. And to kind of just feed off of what you said about the playing tournament, uh, I agree with Charles Barkley, who said last night that if the Nets have two out of the three, talking about Durant, Irving, Simmons – they will win the play-in game. And he even went to say, if they just have Kevin Durant, they'll win the play-in game. So I tend to agree with Charles Barkley, no matter where the game is. Honestly, like, I think we have to create a toxic environment in the Barkley Center, because that's really what Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving feed off of. So let's try to replicate, like, an away game for the Nets. That's true. None of this cheering them on, making them feel good, like... <laughs> I don't know. Kevin Durant is just – he's different. Him and Kyrie are both built different. They love it. Yeah, they, they don't shy away, that's for sure. Not even if they don't shy away. They want it. They want the heat. They want the smoke. <laughs> that's perfect. That's true. That's – I don't <laughs> care who we play first round anymore. After last night, as long as we have our guys, I, I don't care. That's like Reggie Miller was saying. Do the top teams in the East try to shuffle around to avoid this juggernaut of a team talking about the Nets? And I don't know, man. I'm just saying. I don't care who they play, where they play, as long as Kyrie's available, of course. 
Um, I'm taking the Nets because they are just – we saw it last night. They don't have any weaknesses, and they're adding LaMarcus Aldridge and Ben Simmons to what they did last night against Philly. Like, the roster's deep. It's got shooters. It's got plenty of size now, which has always been the weakness. Um, with Drogic, they got an extra ball handler just in case. I mean, he had seven assists last night in 20 minutes. Yeah, um, he actually tied for the lead on the team uh, with Durant, and he only played, uh, I think, twenty-two minutes. So, like, they don't have any weaknesses on this team. They still have offensive firepower. Like, I don't know, man. I this is why the Nets fans, including us, have been so frustrated all season. It's not because we're mad that the Nets suck, whatever. It's just we know the type of basketball we should be watching, and what we've gotten due to thousands of different factors has been far from it so that's what's so frustrating about it we should be watching like the best basketball since katie on the warriors and we very rarely ever get it yeah but that's all it seems to all be coming together at the perfect time so that's the one regardless of our seating the way that the team is playing right now the last few games i'd put them up against anyone I agree, man. 100% agree. Anything else you guys want to discuss about the Philly game? I think we hit everything. Fuck James Harden. Oh. <laughs> James Harden. All right. We got to pick a mix Nets at the Clays Sunday. Some afternoon hoops at 1 o'clock. Three wins. Joe. The best. Joe, you're still in first. <laughs> um, so you got to go first. But I'm uh, going to guess you're going with a win. <laughs> yeah, I'm not taking a loss then. I'm also going with the win, Anthony. The Brooklyn Nets will destroy the New York Knicks. <laughs> they have won three in a row the Knicks. They play Memphis tonight, so we'll see about that continues. Yeah, I mean, mean? I, I think we're seeing – this is just a guess, but I think we're seeing Ben Simmons at some point end of next week. Let us uh, cross our toes, cross our fingers, say a little prayer, do a weather, weather dance, a rain dance, and then we'll maybe we'll see him. <laughs> Hopefully. I'm not jinxing thinking. I'm thinking Friday, March 18th against the Trailblazers or Monday, March 21st. Those are the two days I got circled for Ben Simmons' return. Like I said, it's just a guess. I don't have any sources. Like, I don't know. Just based on what I'm reading, what I'm seeing, that's my guess for when we might see him in the game. Yeah, I think um, hopefully Aldridge can shoot up suit up Sunday. I know he's been out with the last two games, the hip impingement or whatever you say. It, but other than that, yeah, it's the same guys. Just Simmons probably be out. I'm praying we get a miracle Kyrie this weekend. I'm praying, but I'm not getting my hopes yeah. up. Like you said, I've heard this story one too many times. I think that it's gonna. Be, I think maybe Monday we get an announcement because that's usually when they like to announce stuff. Is like Monday. They did Fridays the last few times though. That's why I'm thinking Friday. Usually go Friday news dump type of thing. I don't know though. The only <laughs> source of teasers. <laughs> you know, the Nets the season are three and zero with Durant, Kyrie, and Harden all on the same floor. <laughs> I saw that. That's a, that's, a that's a good tweet. <laughs> <laughs> good tweet. <laughs> that's a good tweet. I love that. Sorry, I just saw it. <laughs> There's so many good tweets. Um, yeah, anything else you guys want to talk about before uh, we end here? <clears throat> I'm uh, good. Just fuck James Harden, fuck the Sixers, and uh, fuck hope Philly. Derek Three and one. Edition. Three and one on the year against Philly, right? Yep. I want to say, yeah. 
Yeah. And uh, the only time the Nets lost, James Harden was on the team. I just want to say that. But uh, also, the only player that can defend the Brooklyn Nets is Eric Adams. So, come on, man. Do the logical thing, please. <laughs> <laughs> Logic. That's a defensive player of the year, boy. I was going to say, otherwise, you're winning defensive player of the year. You got your baseball back. The Yankees, the Mets are going to make your city a shit ton of money. Now let Kyrie Irving do the same thing. Yes, I agree. All right. Thank you for tuning into the Sports Ethos Nets podcast with Anthony, Joe, and Cody. The Nets appear to be finally rolling in the right direction. Let's keep building momentum and getting ready for the postseason. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.